If you are like me, you have friends, family, and acquaintances who are at different levels of comfort with the pandemic. We are well into the reopening, but everyone's comfort level is all over the map. Uh, Look at the poll we were talking about the other day. 45% of Canadians say they will greet others with a handshake, a hug, or a kiss at a Christmas party or another holiday gathering. There was the stat that said 49% confessed they were not afraid of catching the virus. But then on the flip side, you've got 51% of uh, Canadians who think the worst of the pandemic is over, which means 49% thought the worst is yet to come. When we talk about the recovery from the pandemic, we often do it in terms of the business side of things, which is important, but I want to talk about the human side, the psychological side. And to do that, we're joined by Dr. Marcia Sirota. She's an author, speaker, coach, and psychiatrist and joins us now. Appreciate the time today. Oh, thanks for having me. How difficult has it been for some people to readjust to being around people in greater numbers, do you think? I think it's been difficult for a lot of people because just like any skill, if we don't use it, we get rusty. I remember, you know, last March, last April, we didn't know much about the virus. You know, I was wearing gloves, but not a mask. And I went to the store. It was a bit weird being around people. So I can appreciate how people might feel a little bit uncomfortable still at this point. Well, it's partly because we're thinking about our health, but it's also because there's been so much social isolation. Like I said, we're not as used to spending time with larger groups of people and our social skills need to be, uh, you know, sort of rebooted. Is it possible to compare the anxiety people may have felt at the start of the pandemic to where we are now? Like, is there a cumulative effect that could be at play and as such maybe requires a different approach to helping people readjust? I think that's a really good question because I don't think people are taking into consideration enough how much stress we've all been under, and it's so many different kinds of stress. You know, it's not just the stress around are we going to get sick from COVID, are our loved ones going to get sick from COVID, but it's also the financial stress, the social isolation stress, the not knowing what's coming around the corner stress. So there's been stress piling upon stress piling upon stress, And that affects how we deal with each other because we turn to one another for comfort, for reassurance, for a connection, for solace. But when we haven't been able to do that, then we've kind of learned other ways of comforting ourselves or soothing ourselves. Some of them are functional, like going for walks. Some of them are dysfunctional, like, you know, drinking from, you know, the bottle. (laughs) So... There are lots of different ways that we've been dealing with stress, and I think the anxiety that we're feeling now is is definitely higher than it was at the beginning of the pandemic. And like you said, more than half the population isn't convinced that things are going to get better, so that adds to our stress. And that also contributes to how challenging it is to deal with each other because we still don't know how we're supposed to deal with each other, and we're out of practice. What can people do to help maybe readjust to being around others again? Well, I think what you said at the very beginning is really important. It's like we have to know our own comfort level. We have to be in touch with how much risk we're willing to take. I was surprised at how many people said that they weren't worried about catching COVID. You know, given the statistics of how many people have passed away, um, it surprises me that more people aren't concerned about getting sick because you don't know 
how sick you'll be until you get COVID. And I was just reading yesterday about how there's a big surge in Europe and how most of the people in the ICU in Europe are young, unvaccinated people. And this is in the ICU. So these are very sick people. And maybe they didn't have concerns about getting sick from COVID, but now they're in the ICU. So that's very unfortunate. I think people need to take the seriousness of the illness more seriously. And and I think there's been a group all along who don't. And then, you know, the people on the other side who do take it seriously are looking at their friends and family members who might not take it seriously. And then they have to really think about how much contact they're going to have with people who have much lower um, levels of risk than they have. And I think we have to just constantly evaluate. It's It's one of those times where we're constantly having to think about, you know, what am I comfortable with? What is my friend or family member, you know, engaging with? Are they doing the kinds of activities that are going to make them more high risk? Or are they more like me and I can feel more comfortable with them? So it's it's a time of constant evaluation. So we have to really think about what's going on and not what we wish, not what we hope, not what, you know, what's called magical thinking, you know, not what our fantasy desires, but what's really going on. We have to be very well grounded in reality and then make our decisions based on what's real and what we feel the most comfortable with. We, we often talk about people maybe who don't want to, to get vaccinated, and, and we've talked, uh, you, know, you know, that you know, segment of the population has received a lot of attention. I know some people who, you know, are still very concerned about the virus, even though they are uh, vaccinated. Uh, they still, you know, go with the bubble. They wipe down their groceries. They do all the things we were doing before we learned more about the virus. What can people say to help people just be more comfortable with where we are right now in the pandemic? I think that, you know, it's hard It's hard to make people more comfortable if they're uncomfortable or more cautious if they're not cautious. I think people are very much set in their ways, but we can just keep, you know, giving them the information and hope that with the information they can gain more perspective. I think that if they are doubly vaccinated and they are wearing their mask out in public, I think that we can tell them that, you know, their chances of getting seriously sick with COVID are very, very low. But the problem with this pandemic is that there's no guarantees. You know, there's been really no 100% guarantees from the start. And for people who, pro- who are prone to anxiety, uh, of course, that's going to make them more anxious. And so all we can say is, you know, we're doing our best and our chances are low, but everyone has to do what feels right to them because, you know, trying to force somebody to be less careful when they are uncomfortable is just going to make them more uncomfortable. So we have to respect each other, I think, and, uh, you know, give each other a little bit of leeway. It's good advice. Uh, Dr. Sirota, as always, I appreciate the time. Thank you very much. A pleasure talking with you today. That's Dr. Marcia Sirota, author, speaker, coach, and psychiatrist.